So what what do you want to accomplish by doing this episode zero? Yeah. So, I mean, what I'm hoping we can do is help the listener get oriented to what is this, like race, health, and happiness. Um, the title in and of itself is not entirely intuitive. Like, you get a sense of what we're going to be talking about. Um, definitely, we're going to be talking about race and, and well-being. But, um, yeah, this is kind of like your kind of buckle your seatbelts before we take off and explore this area. All right. Well, why don't we why don't we get right into it? Yeah. We're talking about this uh, podcast. It's called Race, Health, and Happiness, the brainchild of Dr. Ani Norum, who is a public health and preventive medicine specialist, as well as a family doctor. And um, the work that you've done sort of academically in your role at the University of Toronto has a lot to do with studying the impact of, of race on health and racism on health. How did you come up with this idea for a podcast that would, uh, I guess, bring some of these issues to the fore where I'm not sure that the, the mainstream that people really think about this so much? Yes. So um, as, a, as a medical doctor whose work focuses on understanding communities and the different health outcomes for different communities, um, you know, coming myself from the black community or, you know, one of the black, many black communities here in Canada, I um, was really intrigued about these factors. And so when I, you know, started to do research and that kind of thing, it was really important to me to understand the health harms that are caused by everyday racism, whether they're, you know, minor insults or slights or the bigger piece, which is, you know, barriers and lack of opportunities, whether it's opportunities for advancement or it's just an opportunity for a job, um, you know, in North America, so in the United States and in Canada, um, you're more likely to be denied these opportunities if you're a black person. And even if you get them, you might not have the same outcomes. So, for instance, in Canada, a racialized person earns um, 81.4 cents for every dollar a white Canadian earns. And this is same education, say, you know, like you control for immigration, everything else, race matters. For a black person, it's 76 cents, right? For every dollar a white Canadian would make. So when I go into spaces and I talk about what are the health impacts of that, right? When you can't necessarily afford to feed your family or you're working two jobs to make the same income, so that can have an, you know, that can really affect somebody's mental health or physical health. Now, when I give that to an audience, right, um, some people are like, wow, I never knew that before. But for some people, it's their lived experience. Even if they didn't know the numbers, they saw it in their neighborhoods. They saw it in the way they grew up, just like I did. And so students would come up to me and say, okay, like, you know, Dr. Norum, Dr. O, um, I understand that racism affects health, but now I'm a student I'm coming from, you know, a particular background. I'm the first person in my family to go to university. And I have this dream of, you know, bringing health and doing good things. But based on the information you're telling me, even if I get an education, even if I have a higher income, I'm going to face barriers because I am black. Or they might be, I'm going to face barriers because I'm South Asian or because I'm indigenous. How do I stay well knowing that? You know, because the, the world is not going to change immediately. And so this podcast was really a way of trying to answer that. Like where students are, young people basically have been asking me, how do I stay well in a racialized world? 
And so that was the idea around it. I'm going to interview all different people. I'm going to interview artists, elders, researchers, uh, physicians, and try to get a sense of that like wisdom around that issue of how do you stay well? Because yes, there's some information in the science and the literature, and I'll cover that too, no problem. But I think a lot of it lies in the lived experience of individuals who have had to overcome and the historical kind of wisdom that's been passed down um, through communities in the way that they have been overcoming. Mm-hmm. Do you think that we, um, you know, people, members of racialized communities, marginalized communities, poor communities, uh, are tapping into some of that traditional, uh, you know, wisdom? Uh, or, you know, if it's not traditional based in a culture, it may just be what people have done to get by. Have you seen or noticed a cultural shift where we're not accessing some of those benefits that we have developed over time? Yeah, so I do wonder about some of those benefits. What made me start thinking about that was a course that I took um, over the summer. So it's available at Yale University called um, The Science of Well-Being. But basically, it's a course on how to be happy. And they cover a lot of different things and some things we might cover in the podcast, like the importance of meditation, getting enough sleep, um, you know, savoring moments of joy. But the other thing that they talked about was human connection and like, you know, saying good morning to people in the morning and and really checking in on how people are doing and um, charitable uh, acts, right, where you give to other people. And it made me think about traditional African ways, right, that you you see throughout the diaspora, so throughout those who are um, descendants of, of sub-Saharan Africa, so whether Caribbean or African-American, but those ways of, you know, saying good morning, how are you? Um, of gathering together in churches and, you know, being very vocal, actually. You know, there's good evidence for that, like being vocal together, not just sitting in polite silence. Um, and how that, you know, can can have an effect on one's biochemistry even, right? So these are ways that I think traditionally many, um, and not just African cultures, but many cultures have done. But in the Western model, many of us have let that go over time. Um, and so having that loneliness or that isolation uh, that is very common in, in Western um, cultures, I think that's starting to set in more so than what we used to traditionally do. So I wonder if that's had an impact on uh, our well-being collectively. And I, to be honest, I don't think that this podcast will solve that mystery, but I think in speaking to others and kind of exploring different ways of approaching things and and ways that people have learned from elders or others, maybe, you know, we can explore that deeper or maybe other people will want to do a study, who knows. But, um, but I do wonder about that when it comes to well-being and collective well-being, so that of the village and that of the individual. Okay. Let's take it back to the formational. So I'm, um, I know you and I and, and our whole team have had uh, long conversations around branding and the name of the podcast. I want to get down to the three words, race, health, happiness. How did you, I mean, this came from you. I want to know where did that come from? Yeah. So I wanted, um, I wanted a name that would pique people's curiosity um, but also was just like a fun thing um, to, to think about. So um, where, where we're going to talk about race and racism, those are heavy topics. But in thinking about help, what helps people overcome and what brings people joy despite that, that's where I wanted to put in the health and happiness there. 
Together, though, I was also going for a certain sense of musicality, a certain rhythm to it. Um, so, you know, the the tone race, health and happiness, I think, has a certain um, rhythm to it that I, I like. Um, but to delve into the specific pieces, so the race really is racism, right? So we're going to talk about systemic racism, not as the core piece, but kind of um, like the baseline, the the starting point from which one begins the, the discussion of overcoming. So again, for people who are living in North America, um, there are barriers that one faces due to race. And we might not all recognize it at the individual level. You could actually be a black or a racialized person and say, I don't really remember anybody discriminating against me as an individual. But it's when we look at the data and we see, okay, like a racialized person, or a, let me speak specifically to a black person, is more likely to be stopped by the police, is more likely um, uh, to uh, be in situations where even if they have the education, they might not get the same job as, you know, a white uh, Canadian, right? So you wouldn't know that, but you would know it when you look at the data. So it's starting from there, but then the health and the happiness is like, okay, if we know that that can have an, an impact on our social outcomes and collectively our health outcomes, then how do we overcome Right. Um, and so um, the health piece is how do you stay well um, and have that sense of peace and keep going and hopefully have just as good a, a life outcome as your counterparts. But then the happiness is also that joy. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, regardless of the adversity that somebody is experiencing, it is so important to share joy. So to share it, to savor it, to think about it. Um, and, and, you know, hopefully to, to inspire others to seek it. And so that, that's what I'm hoping that um, people get out of the podcast. And that's what I'll really be exploring with people on this journey um, to find out, yeah, so despite um, systems of racism, so I'm not talking about, again, where somebody did or said something racist to someone, that's a really important thing that can happen in one's life, but that's an episode, right? Like that's an episode of your of one's life, but I'm talking about the full journey. So where there's systemic racism, how does one overcome and still have moments of joy, share that, and hopefully also uplift the, the collective so that the next generation of people are having even better health and more moments of joy and happiness. So, so that's the idea. Okay. And I wonder, from your perspective, who can really benefit from this podcast? And I mean, it sounds like a very robust mix of ideas and concepts. And I wonder, who do you foresee uh, taking advantage of this information? So ultimately, so when I first started the podcast, the idea came about because students, so I teach at the University of Toronto, and students have come to me and asked me, you know, those who are black or indigenous or, um, you know, visible minority, we also call it racialized, but different groups, um, have asked me these questions, like how do they, how do they manage and, and stay well when they know the, that these barriers exist? So I would hope, first of all, that this journey helps to... Um, helps them, helps to answer some of those questions for them that they can get some of the wisdom from others. And like I said, we'll touch on the literature. Um, but then beyond that, I think many different people might benefit from um, from this. So not just students, but people who are working, people who are living their lives and just curious about stories of overcoming because that is very universal to all of us, regardless of race. It's like, how do we kind of, you know, 
go through whatever challenges we're facing, whether external or internal, we are all facing challenges. And how do we, you know, enjoy our days, enjoy this life that is so short um, while we're here. So I think that um, regardless of somebody's background, or even if they haven't experienced racism or those types of barriers, if they're curious about how those who are experiencing it are overcoming, um, then I think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm actually excited to see all the different types of listeners who might uh, participate and, um, and email me or hit me up on social media or even yell at me. That's cool. That means people are engaged and curious and have different opinions. So, so I think it'll be cool to see all the different um, people that this, uh, this resonates with. Mm-hmm. Having said that, though, you, you've described this podcast as a graduate-level course. This is not introductory. Yes. You have, there's a certain number of assumptions you have to make to, f- to fully engage with this material. Quite right. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. So um, really, this is grounded. And like I said, the first word for the name of the podcast is race. So it's really going, it's really starting from a place where you understand that we live in a racialized world, that um, people's opportunities and um, sometimes the disadvantages that they face are impacted by race, right? And so it really requires you to come in from that understanding because we're not going to do a lot of explaining of that. We're going to talk about people's experiences of that. Now, there are other podcasts that that do that work. And so that's like a really great place to start, whether that's like um, Code Switch or Color Code. There's other podcasts that really kind of delve into this. But this is really for those who either understand that that's the case if they're not racialized or those who have experienced being what you call racialized minoritized. So in the literature, the common term is BIPOC. So black, indigenous, and people of color. So so this podcast really kind of takes that lens and puts the BIPOC audience as the center of that stage. But everybody is welcome to to engage and listen and and learn. That sounds great. I am looking forward to this uh, this journey, this adventure. Already I'm learning a ton. Uh, and I'm I'm so pleased and honored to be collaborating with you and being your producer on this, and um, and I'm glad we had this opportunity to sort of look at uh, look behind the scenes at what race, health, and happiness is all about. So I want to thank you, Dr. Ani Norum. Thank you, Dr. Carl. The Race, Health, and Happiness podcast was created by Dr. Anya Norum, and she's our host. The show is produced, written, and edited by yours truly, Dr. Carl Cabasel. Our technical producer is Obadiah George. Associate producer is Shamipe Oni. Original music and our theme song, composed and performed by Gold Keys. If you're looking for a little slice of audio happiness, you can check out his music on Spotify and YouTube, or just Google him. That's gold keys, all one word, ending with a Z. Do you have questions, feedback, ideas to share? We'd love to hear from you. You can connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at RaceHealthHappy. And check out the show notes for research that was referenced in this episode, as well as other bonus material. Our website is RaceHealthHappy.com. Thank you for listening to Race, Health, and Happiness, and please subscribe to us anywhere you get your favorite podcasts. I'm Dr. Carl Cabasell, and we'll talk to you soon.